bang bang please rate the podcast on apple podcasts five stars just click on welcome just go into the search function uh look up welcome to the potty click on it scroll down to where you see the five stars and click on the fifth star please just as many as we can get it just helps out with the algorithm makes the show more popular gets more eyes on the show and um, it's good for us so if you can do that if you haven't done it already um, it only counts once it lets you keep doing it but it only counts once so please five star ratings would be fantastic and if if you do feel like being creative and writing something funny as a five star review go ahead and uh, if we see it we will uh, well i will read it out on the show uh give you a bit of a shout out so uh please go ahead and do that the welcome to the potty podcast is also brought to you by bung bung coffee the best coffee you can actually get uh it is a dark roast blend of four south american countries uh the best coffee in the world and uh it it's it's just a, it's an absolute game changer. Um, not only is it sustainably sourced and delivered straight to your door, to your door, uh, but it, it has been proven to increase your IQ by 30 points. Um, it has, uh, it's cured baldness in men only. Uh, sorry, sorry, ladies, but for ladies, it has, um, it, it has actually been shown to uh, keep you, you know, your, your menstrual cycle regular. I know there's a lot of concern with coronavirus out there and the vaccine and oh, what does it do to your menstrual cycle? We don't really know yet. Um, well, if you have bung bung coffee, bung bung, that shit is completely sweet. That will keep you like clockwork. But also, you know, if you're all jacked up in the butt there, you're all, you know, you got hemis or you got, you know, diarrhea or you're constipated. Bung Bung Coffee will sort all three of those problems out. I don't know how it knows how to focus on which one, but it does. It's it's basically, it's it's intelligent coffee. It's eye coffee. Uh, and you should get it. So if you want some, if you want to change your life for the better, if you want to improve your life by about 40 or 50%, I think studies are saying, uh, you should go to bungbungcoffee.com, buy your coffee, and enter the promo code POTTY. That's P-O-D-D-Y. And... That will actually uh, get you 15% off all orders. And if you are a business, you're, you're, you're in an office or you, you own a restaurant, we can provide you equipment. Uh, so if you need a new coffee machine, um, we can provide that as well. Uh, you just got to call us or email us. All the details are on the website, bungbungcoffee.com. Enter promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y for 15% off all orders. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, boy. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. No, no, no. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman. Because I always deliver. AKA the PhD of podcasting, the Madam PI of podcasting, the captain. The Shania Twain of podcasting because that don't impress impress me much. And when you stutter, when you stutter in the intro, that really that really fucks up the whole tone of the show. So let's see if we can, you know, come back from this or not. I went golfing with my friend Dilbat yesterday. Played uh, sixteen holes. Um, it was just a shorter course because the baseball club got 
uh, extended or rebuilt or whatever, and it took a couple of holes off of the the south course there down at the pat. I mean, no, sorry, the north course down at the pat. So that, um, yeah, that means that they, I think they took off three holes. So there's 15 holes and we just played one hole twice and we actually played 16. So um, I didn't play great. I didn't play terrible. I was, I was pretty happy because I just had, I, you know, as a beginner, as long as you have, you, you know, I got a birdie on a hole, which was my second birdie ever. Like, I think I'm getting better at golf um, to be able to do that. But, like, my score wasn't better overall. But, um, yeah, I think, yeah, it was so much fun, man. It was so hot and there were so many bugs on the course. And I hate bugs, but it was just fun, man. Uh, I love golf. I'm loving it. I'm getting better. And when you're this... Uh, you know, much of a beginner, as long as you're hitting a few good balls, you're hitting a few good balls, uh, you're having a you're having a pretty good time and you're, you're happy to go back out. So I had two long putts that went in, which were really nice. Um, I had a, a few like, you know, oh, you know, 20, 20 or 30 metres sort of like chips onto the green and that, that went and rolled towards the hole, which were, you know, that's a good feeling. That's probably my favourite shot to play in golf. And I didn't lose any balls, uh, and that's important. So the driver was actually driving straight yesterday, which was nice. Um, straight-ish, you know, s- straight enough to be, like, just off the fairway and, you know, not going onto the road or onto the, the hole, you know, either side of you. Like, that happened maybe once. So, yeah, overall it was pretty good. I like golf. My feet are killing me. My back's killing me. I'm so old, man. Like I stretched before I played. I did not stretch after, and that's that's really the problem. Let's have a sip of this uh, bung bung bean out of the cunt mug. If you don't know what a cunt mug is, it's just a mug. Um, the handle, it's a white mug. Well, this mug in particular, let's get into detail about this mug, shall we? It's a black mug, but when you put hot, beverages in it it turns white except for the handle stays black and then there's three letters on it unt so it says cunt and um i was given this uh as a secret santa gift at my old office which is nuts because that seems inappropriate uh but like you know i'm not gonna go like tell hr about it i don't even know if we had hr back then but um, the woman that gave it to me, dude, um, milfed out, milfed out. I'll tell you that much. That's as much as I'll say. Um, did I get the opportunity to see her nipples at the Christmas party? Yes, I did. So that was pretty, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I don't think I'm snitching on myself here. I was with Rachel. Rachel actually dropped me off and picked me up that night. I Did I touch anybody? No, I just, uh, was given... Uh, the opportunity, and I took it. I just looked. I was just standing there. I wasn't the only one there. It was me and a, uh, a bunch of workers. Uh, as I've told you guys, my profession there's you know there's a bunch of female workers, so it was mostly me and maybe two other guys and you know eight women. And um, she she got her nips out. So yeah, it wasn't like a one on one situation, which would have definitely been inappropriate. Um, I'm trying to think if I've seen any other nipples. Um, so I've been with Rach. I think I've been around like a couple of breastfeeding women. I might have like snuck a peek here and there. Um, trying to think. 
trying to think if I've been like in a vehicle with anybody that's like whipped a titty out. I've been to a strip club a couple times. Adelaide's, I, I think I went over this, you know, Adelaide's club scene kind of shuts down around two or three. There's a couple of places that go, you know, all night, but if you're not in before a certain time, you can't get in. And um, me and my friend, we wanted to keep drinking. He, he was from interstate. And uh, it was just like, I can only think of one place that's open. It's, it's the Rippers. It's the rippity doodah, you know? And we went there and Rachel's, a friend of Rachel's was a dancer there. And, you know, we were going to keep it a secret from our girlfriends. And then we walk in there. And what happens? Oh, Clay, how you going? I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, then I was like, dude, that's Rachel's friend. So, <laughs> so I, yeah. Anyway, so that, yeah, that happens sometimes. You know, we're mad. No. Strip clubs, you know, I don't mind a strip club. I don't mind a strip club as long as they respect my decision to just be out in the area, not buying dances. As long as they respect me enough to, you know, I'm buying drinks and I'm watching naked girls. Is that like, is that okay? Can we just do that? I'm happy to do that. Rachel on occasion has said things like, well, not things like, she's said, said this exact thing. like, Oh, we should go to the strip club together. I think that'd be so sexy. Quite honestly, it's not that sexy even with dudes. I don't think... I don't think Rachel understands. It's not a sexy place. It's not sad. Like it's not. It's not like dirty and dingy like you can you can think of. But it's not like it's not dope, really. To be honest, um, I, I've never made a habit of going to them. When um, my ex broke up with me, you know, there was a couple of nights there where you know the spending the spending got pretty high in there. Um, but you know, like two nights two nights you know i wasn't going every week or anything but um yeah it's just not it's not the dopest place ever and um yeah i don't really know how the whole situation works you know you hear about you hear about getting a little bit extra in the back room i've never had that i've just been you know fleeced you know oh yeah your 30 minute dance is over um do you want do you want me to stay here that here's the f pos machine it's like, fuck, dude. It's like, yes, I want you to stay. No, I don't want to pay for it, but here's my card, you know. Here's my card. Brothels. I've never been to a brothel before. Um, there was, there's a place called Beck's Bakery. I think they're a, they're a franchise or, or maybe they're just owned by one family. Maybe just Beck owns the whole thing, but there's several of them. But there was one near my high school. And pretty much directly, it was on a corner and on the corner directly opposite it, there was this house that everybody said was a brothel. But like when you're in high school, how the fuck would you know, you know, if you're in high school, I guess people have older brothers and shit like that. But everyone used to say this place was a brothel. I never saw any um, men go in or out of there or women. Um, But, you know, there's houses on my street that I've never seen people go in and out of, you know, so... That's not really the measuring stick, uh, but you know it's hard to it's hard to imagine that that these people these children in my high school were were not just talking shit and like you know just it's nice to imagine that there's a brothel right around the corner from your high school. That's you know it's like it's nice to imagine that a house is haunted. 
Is it though? You know? Is it haunted? Have I ever had a... What's it called? Super... Supernatural experience? (sighs) The only things supernatural that I've seen is, you know, vegans. Apart from that, I, I don't really know if I've had a supernatural experience. Um, you know, Mrs. Kingston, Kingston House, which is like a, it's like a landmark property that people, people go and have functions there and shit. They say the top room's haunted. And I went there when my imagination was probably at its peak and I thought that I, you know, could see shit. And I definitely couldn't, man. You know, you but you don't want to go. You don't want to spend the time going there at midnight and shit to be like, oh, there's fucking nothing. So you let it. You kind of just let it. Let your imagination take over. No, I'm so you know I'm sorry to ruin the fun for people, but that's that's really what it is. I I think. You, you, do I think ghosts exist, dude? I think you know. I I think there's got to be more than just well, you know, just what it is. You know, I think there's got to be aliens. I think there's got to be some form of supernatural shit. I don't believe in, like, God, really. And when I say really, I mean, absolutely. I absolutely don't believe in that. Um, so, yeah, I guess I do believe in ghosts and supernatural stuff and psychics. I do believe that psychics can speak to... Uh, the dead or something. But the ones... I don't believe in the psychics that are making money from it. I believe there's, like, psychics in villages and shit. And, like, if a friend... if you Like, I've never had a friend that said that they could do that shit. If a friend told me they could, I would probably believe them. Don't now... Now, all my friends, don't start jumping up and down saying, like, dude. I fucking spoke to your uncle. I'll, I'll punch you in your face, bro. But if a friend like told me that shit, I would probably believe him as long as they weren't like 50 bucks, you know, 50 bucks for 15 minute reading, you know? Uh, I do believe that there's, there's some sort of barrier that some people are able to cross. You know, we were, I believe in evolution. I believe that we used to have tails. We got, a, we got something called a tailbone. So I feel like, there might be some people that are beyond evolution. Like, not beyond it, but be, like, evolved a bit further. I believe that's kind of what IQ is. Like, your brain has evolved a little bit further than mine. You know, LeBron James's body evolved a little bit further than mine. So why wouldn't there be, you know, some sort of, like, little bit of power in there where, where you might be able to communicate telepathically or, you know, not... Not anything like a superpower, but, you know, supernatural, vegan. Um, I think that that could be... That could be real. I watched this thing on the pyramids and how, how they think that um, ancient Egyptians used to have like 300 senses and now we've got like six senses. Or five, right? We've got five. Taste... Taste, touch, smell, sight. Um, I'm missing one. Taste, smell, 
sight, touch, hearing. Hearing is the other one. And they're saying there's like 300 of them, but they evolved out of it and shit. And then like I've got friends that have done like drugs, like mushrooms and DMT, and apparently DMT, this buddy of mine said it was like taking contact lenses out of your eyes and all of a sudden you can see the truth. And not the truth as in like, you know, you're all knowing now or whatever, but like he was like, I I could see oxygen and carbon dioxide, you know, floating around in the air and I could see UV light coming down and uh, UV rays or whatever and, and all this shit. I was like, fuck, that makes me want to kind of do it. But I'm so scared about my my demons coming out that I'm too scared to do like psychedelics. So I'm, I just stick with, you know, caffeine, weed, alcohol, and the occasional cigarette. Last cigarette I had probably before Christmas. Like that's how occasional, okay? Um... I forgot what I was talking about because none of this shit that I've talked about so far has been in my notes. Not even golf wasn't even in my notes. So um, I forgot why I started talking about supernatural shit, honestly. Could I pause and go back and then like restart here so you guys can... Because some of you are probably like, fuck, he was about to say it. He was about to say it. And now I'm not going to say it because I've forgotten because I've, you know, I think I've... I think yeah, I'm underdeveloped probably. I'm probably as close to retarded as you can get, you know, um, without being diagnosed. You know, I can't really think straight. I think in squiggly lines probably. If, if you could illustrate my thinking, um, it'd be all bent out of shape, dude. It'd be my, my, my thought is poor posture. My thought patterns look like the number six, dude. All right. We haven't done poor posture in the week for ages, but that's on you guys. No one's sending it in. I don't, you probably might have forgot about it. You might have forgot about poor posture. Let's just play it. Poor posture. That's just a reminder that, you know, it's still on the soundboard and you can send that shit in if you want. All right. Um, what else happened this week, man? Work. Honestly. You know, I don't know if anyone at work listens to this, but I'm not going to go like into it, but I think there's a little bit of drama. I think there's a bit of drama brewing. It's interesting. It keeps thing it keeps you on your toes though, so so that's all right, man. Uh, I split my pants. Um honestly, I thought I was losing weight. I've been getting on the bike every day. I've been walking. Those are my two exercises. Exercise bike and work walk. Been doing some little bit of weights. I don't know if you can see this, but I'm, I'm starting to get some fucking, some seppies back, I think. Some Giuseppe's. My arms are looking Italian as fuck right now. Look at that. Giuseppe. Bro, fuck. Development, bro. Gains, brother. Yes, boy. Um, But yeah, I split my pants, dude. So that sucks. And I was like, I was thinking, I like... I want to go back to early 2000s passion. Passion? Jesus. Fashion, bro. Early 2000s fashion where it was like um, baggy jeans, oversized tees, 
Um, you know, hats. Haven't worn a hat in ages. Oh, actually, I wore one yesterday at golf, but I didn't get sunburnt at golf as well. That was good. But yeah, dude, remember, dude, remember like silky clothes. Remember like the Eminem and like Wu Tang shirts you could get that was like polyester, like pure polyester. Like if you smoked a cigarette in it and ash dropped on your shirt, you would just go up in flames, bro. I miss that clothing, dude. Man, it felt nice on your skin. Oh, dude. And you could hide your big fat gut. I was skinny back then, but now if I wore it, or actually I think it would lie flat on. Maybe it would make you look fatter. I don't know, dude. Remember like Rough Rider jackets and pants and you'd walk around like, and then you think someone's following you. So you're like, that's you running, bro. That's you running. Remember that? That is what I want to come back because I'd, I n- would never split a pair of pants like that. Are you at severe risk if you smoke a cigarette? Yes, but that's a challenge. You know, some people are willing to take. Challenge? Risk, sorry. That's a risk some people are willing to take, man. Man, I loved that shit. I, I used to have these big yellow pants and I would just sound like a washing machine everywhere I went. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Man, that was dope. Man, I wish I knew about do-rags back then. I would have been like Malibu's Most Wanted, bro. Who was that? Was that Seth Green? Malibu's Most most Wanted? I don't know. But fuck, dude. I loved those clothes. I had a big Wu-Tang shirt. I had an Eminem singlet. Um, I had Rough Rider pants. I had a Rough Rider jacket. Uh, Dada was one of brands as well. I never got Dada. Um, Damani Dada. What else was a brand, dude? Snoop Dogg had clothing. I never got that. I think I had like some, some brand of jeans that was nutty. There used to be a, I think there was a clothing store called Barbed Wire. Correct me if I'm wrong. We don't have board man here today to do Google searches. And when I do them, I stop talking. I can't do two things at once because I'm close to resharded. But dude, Barbed Wire, I think it was called. And you could go in there and you could get a pair of Levi's or like, you know, some 501s. Or you could go in there and get some like Jinkos. And you could just get all this foul shit, bro. You'd go in there, you, bro. Bring back barbed wire, bro. That was the fucking shit. My dad used to, my dad bought a pair of white jeans from there, dude. Fubu jeans. My dad used to wear Fubu jeans as an adult with a belt and with a t-shirt tucked into that shit. Fubu with a tucked in tee, baby. (laughs) That, that's nuts, bro. Now, I don't think my dad's, like, totally fashionless. Like, he can look good. Like, he likes a nice suit. But when he's just rocking, like, normal clothes, he loves a tuck in, bro. He loves a tuck. Dude, I've been thinking about my dad heaps lately. He's got the most, like, incredible but kind of sad life story, bro. Um, And I'd just love to have him on the podcast. He'd probably have to, like, because I'd try to break it down. Like, I'd probably have to do it over like four, four episodes, three or four episodes maybe. 
see how much detail I can get out of him, see if he even agrees to it. I don't know. Dude, I think, dude, this is probably, I don't know, bit of information, but I think my dad's probably got PTSD. Like, when you really think about the shit he's been through, and, like, he was always, like, angry. Like, I wasn't scared of him or nothing. Like, I wasn't, like, afraid of him. But he would get like his his go to emotion would be anger like like me I, that's a learned behavior of mine from him and that's I'm not mad at him for that um that's just what he knew you know and you know you can say that you can say that um when shit gets really bad you know someone gets raped so they start raping it's like that's just what he knew that's fucked up but my dad didn't hurt me I wasn't scared scared of him I was scared in the sense of like but everyone has this and you can. You can lie to me if you want and tell me you didn't have this, but like my mom would be like, well, I'm going to tell your dad and I'd straighten up. I'd get scared and straighten up. But everyone had that shit. Everyone, you know, everyone but two parents had that shit. Or like, you know, like a higher level in the hierarchy. Like I'm going to I'm gonna tell your grandma she's going to be so angry. You know, that type of shit. My dad would even do it. My dad, like, if I fucked up at dad's house, he'd be like, you, you want me to tell your mom about this? I'd be like, fuck. Fucking bunch of snitches. My parents are a bunch of fucking snitches, bruh. But yeah, um, yeah, I think he's got PTSD for sure from what he's been through. But he's been through the ringer, bruh. And he just, the perseverance of that guy, um, I fucking admire it. Probably if you if you had to learn one lesson from each of your parents, I would say from my dad would just be like perseverance. That man has never given up. Like the cards never seem to fall for him. And he just keeps going, man. He just keeps it moving. And I fucking love him for that. And my mum, my mum's the hardest working man I've ever met, bro. And she's not trans, but that's just like, it's a funny one because people always talk about like, oh, it's a hard, he's the hardest working man I've ever met. My mom's the hardest working man I've ever met, man. Oh man, she used to work all day while I was at school and I'd come home and see her. She'd like fix me a quick dinner and she'd go out and work, you know, all night. And that's gangster, bro. For me, she was doing that shit for me, man. Paying for basketball trips, Clothes, I was growing all the time, you know. I'd always be like skating or, or playing basketball, just fucking my shoes up, getting new shoes and not not like Kmart shoes. I'd be like, Mo, I need some new Nikes. Oh, I want the new fucking Kevin Garnett Adidas, you know. Then dad was working at Converse, so I was rocking Converse for a little while, loaded weapon and all that shit. But, um, yeah, dude, my dad, my dad's a hard worker too. Don't get me wrong. And that's inspirational. He, he works hard for his family, but, um, from him perseverance and from my mom, hard work. And that's, those are the two things that I think I've taken directly from them. Keep it moving and move hard, bro. No home loans. Um, and manners, dude, they both made me do manners. So much manners. I used to be polite, bro. I still am. 
Then I'd be so polite, I'd accidentally, I'd have like a one night stand and then just introduce her to my parents and shit by accident because I was too polite. When you're that polite, bro, it starts giving the wrong idea to these nyatches, you know? You're walking around doing one night stands. Easy money. And then in the morning you're like, oh, this is my mother, this is my stepdad, you know? I'll take you over to my, my father's house. I introduce you to him, um, but don't call me, you know, like wild shit, you know? And mum's out there like cooking breakfast, like an absolute psycho, bro. Like, oh, I think Clay's got a friend over, you know, a friend. Nah, she wasn't like shit. Nah, I'm just, that's just for jokes, man. She wasn't doing that shit. Oh, but my, my bedroom was at the back of the house. So to get him out, you had to walk through the entire house. Like if there was more people, they would have met her, you know? If I had cousins, brothers, sisters, friends, uncles, grandmothers, grandparents, you know? You know, two set two sets of parents, you know, in case in case your parents are swingers with another couple and you, you know, occasionally have to call someone else daddy and shit. Imagine if all that was in my house. I got to in- introduce her like as a fucking family reunion walking from the back of the house to the front. That's how polite I was, bro. Like this, this is my whole family. Don't fucking call me, you know? Um, I, I don't know if you guys saw my uh, fringe show promotion. It's done to the Dave, um, sort of what's the song clash it's done to that beat and i just like instead of like jordan fours or jordan one you know instead of the one in everything i said jokes well no i didn't do the same lyrics and then exchange jokes for one i wrote new lyrics and the rhyme scheme was all was all jokes and you know it was fun to to write. It was fun to film. Um, I actually love it, like as a creative thing. Not really as a promotional tool. It's a bit long, so like I don't think people are probably sitting through it and watching the whole thing. Even the intro is far too long. But it was just fun to make. So fuck it. I'm not going to promote it. I'm not going to put any money behind it. But um, hopefully, some people bought tickets because of it. I haven't checked my ticket sales. But I just thought, I just found it funny. Um, I posted on Instagram and Facebook and this family friend of ours, she, she did a reaction to it, which was the, the caring emoji, which is like a, it's like a smiley face hugging a love heart. And I thought that was strange. Cause I was like that, that's like, that's almost condescending to me. Like I know she means well, maybe I don't know, but I was like, it makes me feel like, you know, I've put time and effort into this thing like sincerity and creativity. And I think it hurt my feelings, man, because it like, it made me feel like maybe I'm resharded and I don't know it. It made me feel like the, the caring emoji on something like that, which is in my eyes, I thought it was like complete flames, right? It made me feel like she was like, oh, he's trying. 
And I fucking hated it, bruh. But that's pro- that's just me being sensitive and insecure and shit. But like, don't you think it's a weird react? Like, do the love hug, do the thumbs up, do the um. I don't know. I don't even know what else you can do. Love heart, thumbs up. Those are the two. Those are the two that you really should be doing. Um, you know, if you did sad face, that'd be nuts. But the caring one, I was just like, yeah, like, oh my god, oh, he's doing his best. I was like, fuck, man, am I? Am I intellectually disabled and I don't even know it? Like I'm, that's part of it. You know, that's part of being retarded is you don't even know that you're retarded. And that's, that's scary to me is like that, that might be me. I think about it on stage a lot, not on stage, but like, just like I think about being on stage. I'm like, I wonder I wonder if those people are really laughing or if I'm just like in the metaverse, bro. Just, I've got no idea what's happening. I'm wondering if I'm even speaking English half the time. Like, like people are like listening to the Welcome to the Potty podcast and they're just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? You know? <laughs> I I think that sometimes I'm talking, I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about? But like, I wonder if people, if like, Sometimes someone's listening to it and all they hear is like, but in my mind, everything's all clear. That's, that's a scary thought to me and you don't want to go there too much. And that is something that you cannot be thinking about if you've been smoking a few joints or something because you will scare the shit out of yourself. And this is the type of the thought patterns I have that make me not want to do, um, you know, let's go full circle with it. It makes me not want to do psychedelics. Do I want to see oxygen, UV, carbon dioxide? Yes. Yes. And someone, who was it? I think it was my friend Big Bowley, but I was talking about those drugs and stuff and and he's like, yeah, there's got, like, there's got to be something like that. He's like, think about it. Think about a hot day. And if it's like really hot, you can see the heat coming out of the road. But, other times you just don't see the heat. Like, don't you think there's other things that you that you should be able to see? And I was like, shit, that's a good point, doggy. You know? That's a good fucking point. It's like the heat is like a glitch in the matrix, bro. The matrix, the metaverse, this is all things. This is all, you know, some of it makes you think maybe this is a um, simulation. And some of it makes you think maybe... Just become a scientist and understand nature. Understand super nature, you know? Vegan. I'll tell you what is retarded, bro. Is in college, I was hooking up with this girl. Many girls and me and this girl sort of talked about exclusivity. It never happened. So funny, dude. I was talking to her on Skype when I came back to Australia and I introduced her to my mom because I'm so polite. And um, we got off the phone and I was like, oh, isn't she cute? And my mom says, this is no word of a lie. My mom says, she's nice. I was like, yeah, isn't she cute? She's like, yeah, her personality is cute. <laughs> 
that's fucking nuts, dude. That is fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> I was like, what if I was in love with that chick? What if? And dude, you you gave me an extra couple weeks. I probably would have been in love with her, bro. That's me, serial monogamist. I fall quickly. You know? Oh, my heart's broken. Give me a couple months. Couple, give me a couple months in a bag, and I'm, I'm on to the next one. I'm in love again, bro. Have you ever been in love? Is what girls say at um, you know, first dates and shit. Have you ever been in love? You know what I say? I say, oh, I don't know. The answer is yes. I'm always in love. I'm almost in love with you. I've known you for 15 minutes. I will love you one day, and guess what? I'll love someone after you. That's <laughs> that's a fucking answer, bro. Yes. Certified lover boy. Shout out to Drake, my arch nemesis. Man, I'm always giving um, board man a hard time for not giving us enough noises. And I've done like one noise today, bro. But we'll get there. Sensational. Um, oh, yeah. So anyway, I accidentally got off topic again. But anyway, I'm like, we're talking exclusivity or whatever with this girl and Oh, you know, oh, you know, has it been long enough and all this, all this childish shit, like you need to be together for a certain amount of time before exclusive and all this shit. Me just trying to essentially avoid it so I can keep fucking matches, you know? And she, she went away, like it might've been winter break or sports trip. She went away and we had a party. And I got a hickey from some chick that I hooked up with. And instead of telling the truth or whatever, um, we, we, we took photos of one of my friends like doing a high five next to my neck and I was fake pretending to be asleep. And we said that he did it to me when I was asleep as a prank. So I thought instead of telling the truth i thought let's let's borderline tell her that i'm a homosexual bro and she will still want to be with me and she did and she she did she did want it um but then i eventually got uh not caught but i i eventually did end up you know continuing to do the same sort of behavior and she said i'm um, i'm over it and that was it and um, I haven't. I don't think I. I don't think I talked to her much after that. I think one night she was drunk and she she came and got like yelled at me and got mad at me and then started crying. And then I put I took her to her place and put her to bed and I went out and I continued to party. So, so that's the type of um you know adults that we were back then. Um, album of the week this week is another sort of, not unknown, well, unknown to me. Someone, <clears throat> a friend of the show, Gene Lewis, sent it to me. Um, and I'll just play like a quick snippet because I played a whole song last week. Um, and we don't, need to, we don't need to get into a habit of that. But it's it's a song. It's a uh, I don't know what the album's called. Hold on, let's have a look here. 
What's the artist? I think that the artist is Armand Hammer. No, sorry. The artist is Paraffin. And the album's Armand Hammer? Hold on, let's fucking see it. The, okay. Let's restart. The album is called Paraffin. P-A-R-A-F-F-I-N. And it's by the artist Armand Hammer. Armand, A-R-M-A-N-D. One word. Space. Hammer. You know how to spell hammer. Um, and we'll just... We'll just play a random song on here. Uh, Black Garlic sounds interesting. Let's click on that. Please to see tree up to his standards. Machiavelli grand oil on canvas. Veritable parade of private dances. Yet the black hole grow like cancer. It's an interesting sound. I played it in the car on um, really good speakers two days ago. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, Gene Lewis said it was the best album he's heard in a long time. Um, but maybe he hasn't heard the uh, Baldy James album, Bo Jackson, because that shit is flames, bro. But this shit is fucking tough. Um, and that is album of the week is Paraffin by Armand Hammer. Go give it a listen. It is a different sound, but um, I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea. It's not mine per se. I I, I liked it though. I did like it. Um, but yeah, go give it a listen and see uh, whether you enjoy it. And I think what we'll do now is go into players reviews if we can find it. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. <clears throat> All right, I've got two for you this week, which is nice. I like, I like it when it's only a couple. The editing gets minimized, all that shit. Uh, but I watched Righteous Gemstones on Binge. And this was interesting because I watched the first episode, didn't like it. Stopped watching it. This was like months ago. And I went back to it uh, and gave it a second try. Uh, no one had told me. No one's actually recommended this to me. Um, and I gave it a second try and I th- just found it hilarious. I don't know. Maybe I was in a bad mood the first time I tried. I don't know. But it is fucking so funny. It's basically it's uh, about this family of evangelicals. Is that? I don't even know if that's how you say it religious rich cunts that are like do big mega churches and stuff. Um, John Goodman's the dad. You've got um, Adam Devine is one of the brothers. Um, And then you've got, what's his name from Eastbound and Down. Um, You know who I'm talking about. I've just forgotten his name. Sorry, my dog's going ape shit. So, Um, but fuck, it's so funny. They, it's it's they swear and stuff. It's an HBO show, uh, so they're religious, but they they're like calling each other fucking nerds and shit. Like, bruh, you've got to see it. Um, it is so 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 funny. Uh, eight out of ten for Righteous Gemstones on binge slash HBO. And I also watched a movie called Gringo on Stan, and basically. 
uh, a guy that works for a pharmaceutical company has to go to Mexico to look into the um, inventory of a warehouse and shit goes pear-shaped and it's absolute trash. Absolute trash. And the ending sucked too. Uh, Four out of ten for Gringo. Let's go to sports. There is a fight being organised. Jake Paul, who recently beat Tyron Woodley for the second time, knocked him out. He Nate Robinsoned him. Um, uh, apparently, Jake Paul and Mike Tyson have agreed to a fight for like $50 million, and that's nutty. Uh, it makes me nervous just because Jake Paul seems to be taking boxing pretty seriously. It's You, you can't really deny... You, you can't... You've got to give him props. He's undefeated in, you know, four fights or some shit um, against, you know, just idiots. But, you know, a couple of fighters in there. He's knocked out all of his opponents. Um, and, you know, now he wants to fight Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's an old man. I don't want to see his head get rocked. Um, I don't know what they're planning on doing with the fight. I don't know if knockouts are allowed. Um, I'd like to see Mike Tyson smoke this cunt but i don't know he's almost 60 years old or maybe he is 60 uh, it's all on source here at the long to the potty podcast but i don't know i don't know uh, it makes me nervous man i, I don't want it to tarnish his legacy i think he tarnished his own legacy when he came back with the face tattoo and he fucking lost and all that shit but um you know he look, he's looking better the fight that he did against was it roy jones jr fuck I wish Boardman was here, bro. Um, but that fight, he looked like he was pulling his punches a little bit. I don't think he'll do that against Jake Paul. Um, interesting. It will be interesting to um, to see. Uh, I just really, I just really, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just tired of seeing this cunt win. And then they're like, fight a boxer and he's fighting like one of the best of all time. But he's 60. So it's just, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, let's talk NBA for a second. Obviously, Boardman's not here. I think he's coming back next week and we'll get back to the battle for divorced dads. But, um, so yeah, we haven't done any remote picks again this week. Um, but the Lakers issues continue. And, you know, People, people want to fire Rob Palenka. People want to trade Russ. Let's just, let's all settle down for a second and l- shut the fuck up and listen. Russell Westbrook's contract is fucked. No one wants that contract on their roster. No one wants that performance on their roster. And most of all, no one wants that performance on that contract on their roster. Okay. That's the first thing. They're not going to trade Russell Westbrook. Believe. Two, this is not Rob Palenka's fault. This guy just got you a championship like two years ago. Okay? He didn't... He doesn't make the decisions on on who who you guys want to bring in. You guys, you guys decided you wanted to bring in fucking Rajon Rondo, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan. Um, just a bunch of the oldest motherfuckers in the league, all right? 
guys that are out of their prime. You decided that. The head office and LeBron James decided that. LeBron James even tweeted, don't forget this. When everyone started hating on this old roster and they're, they're all past their prime, he did a tweet. And it's all on Sorcerer and welcome to the Potty Podcast. And I don't have the tweet in front of me, but he told basically everyone to keep their same energy with what they were saying. And everyone's keeping that same energy and he's mad. The guy is... Oh, bro, let's not get into LeBron James, but he's he's a loser, okay? I, I just cannot imagine why people want to be friends with him. Yes, I can. He's like, you know, he's the best at what he does and he's got a lot of money. But personality-wise, bro, fucking get it together, dude. It's infuriating. Um, the Lakers are trash. They, you know, someone someone retweeted themselves the other day with a hot take saying Lakers weren't going to be uh, a top three team this season. Last season they weren't, so it's not that hot a take. Last season they played in the play on the playing game versus the Golden State Warriors, and then they went and added a bunch of trash to their roster. So that's not a hot take, Duke. Although, I think in my preseason um, preview, the NBA preview episode with um, the famous board man, I do believe that I I think I picked them in the top three. So that's I'm resharded for that. Okay. Anyway, that's all I've got on sports. Honestly, that's all I've got on sports for today. I haven't even finished my coffee. I usually like to go through two coffees an episode. I haven't gone through one. I feel like I've been talking a lot. I hope you guys are liking this episode. I'm having fun. So uh, I'm interested to know what you guys think, but I'll never know. You guys never fucking, you know, comment. You know, no one sends in fucking poor posture anymore, but uh, let's go to advice. Anyway, everyone sends in advice. I actually go through probably 20, probably 20, 15 to 20 advice emails every week um, and choose the best three. Uh, some of you guys are still sending in advice that's too long, by the way. Like, I don't read those. If they're like mad long email, I don't read them. I don't even read them. Unless the fucking subject line really grabs me. But, all right, here we go. Advice. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. All right. Um, so this one's coming in from Emma. Subject line, boyfriend asked me to shave my arms. Oh. All right, sorry. After a burp, you got to have a sip of that bung bung bean. All right. So my boyfriend asked me to shave my arms because he doesn't like it. I've never really wanted to, and I told him that. He said if I ever wanted him to change something about himself, he would do it, but I wouldn't do that. My mom always told me that it was fine and that if I did, it would grow back worse. Is it a bad thing he asked or am I overreacting? Um, you're not overreacting. I don't think he should probably tell you to shave your arms. How hairy are your arms? What's your heritage? Are you Greek? Are you Dalian? Are you Armenian? Um, you know, typically hairy uh, ethnicities. Um, I dated a girl that used to do full body shaves. And that was infuriating. One, she would be in the shower for fucking hours. Um, and this is before she even started her stupid makeup, which took fucking hours. And she knew how long she was going to take and she would never start getting ready soon enough. And we were late for everything. And that was one of the reasons that we broke up. 
And that was one of the reasons that we broke up. Also, I was being a bit cunty in that relationship. I don't think I was ready to be in a relationship at all. And I was being a full-on dick like this guy. Did I tell her to shave her arms? No, I would have preferred it if she didn't because uh, we would have got somewhere on time. But, um, nah, you know, you shouldn't tell people to do that kind of stuff. Um, you know, even, you know, vaginas, some guys want all, you know, completely hairless. Uh, and regardless of what you want, it's not up to you, guy. It's up to the girl. Um, so, you know, Rach sometimes gets a stray nose hair. If I'm being, if I'm being frank with you guys, and I'll, I'll be like, I think it's time for a nose hair trim. You know, I'll say that. But if she doesn't do it, yeah, honestly, no. Okay, I mean, this guy's shoes for a nose hair, but for for arms, arms is not a normal thing. I, I wouldn't call it a normal thing to shave your arms. I think that's more of a thing you do as an individual if you are insecure about it. If you're comfortable, you know, looking like Wolverine, go ahead. Um, but no, I, I wouldn't do it just because this guy... Shaving your arms, it seems like over the line. Nose hair, you know, I think we can all agree that if my nose hair was getting out of control, um, Rachel would tell me to grow, to shave it too. She's the opposite. I, I've got a hairy chest. I, I want to um, shave or wax it. That's what I used to do when I used to have a good body. I used, to, I used to go to the place, wax it. One woman tried to bang me on the waxing table. Um, that was in, an interesting endeavor. Did I do it? No, no I didn't. But I think I, I think I might have talked about that last week or something, actually. I don't know. But, um, yeah, she's the opposite. She's like, no, no, I like, I like hair, like, makes you manly and all this shit. But I'm starting as I get older. I'm starting to get a bit of hair on my shoulders. The other day, Rachel was like, "I think we, I think we need to do something about this," and I agreed. But if you don't agree, don't do it. And tell him, just be like, "Hey, look, I'm fine with it. If you're not, take a fucking hike. This is me. I'm Emma. And if you don't like my fucking full forestry forearms, you can get the fuck out. Say some shit like that." Tell that little motherfucker to say to shave his little pubes off and make sure he doesn't get his little pin dick caught in the blades. All right, Emma, stay strong, baby. Easy money. Uh, got this one coming in from Prue. Prue, I dated a girl called Prue in high school for one telephone conversation. I was tossing it up between her and this girl called Heidi, who I met at Tea Tree Plaza, which is you know. Not the best part of Adelaide, and we met there. We're still Facebook friends, and we never dated, but it's a toss-up between her and Prue. Prue said yes, and then by the end of the phone call, I was like, fuck, I think I want Heidi. And I said, Prue, I've changed my mind. And if you look at both of their Facebook profiles, guess who ended up actually running shit? Prue did. She's much more... She's much prettier, honestly, and she looks like she looks like a good mum. So, you know, I let her free to be, turn into that. If you want to take the positive out of it, I allowed that by not standing in her way. But yeah, that was probably a one-hour phone call we dated for. But anyway, <clears throat> let's go, Prue. This could be you. Nope, it can't be because it sounds like someone young. Um, Mother refuses to let me go to eat to ER. An ER is emergency room for anyone that's not in the medical field. 
Um, for context, I'm 19. I had my wisdom teeth removed a week and a half ago and I haven't been able to use the bathroom since because of the opioids they gave me. And opioids, <clears throat> that's heroin uh, in pill form. Uh, made me extremely constipated. I've tried laxatives, laxatives, coffee. Do get that bung bung bean into you. Go rewind to the start of the episode and listen to the bung bung bean. Um, um, what do you call it? Ad. Bung bung bean ad. We've just lost camera. Battery died because I did not charge it, but we're almost at the end of the show, so we're fine. Um. <clears throat> Uh, I've tried laxatives, coffee, extreme amounts of water, magnesium, etc., and nothing is working. I'm now at the point where I can't eat because my stomach and abdomen hurt so much. I've called three urgent cares and they've all told me I need to go to the ER. So you're in America because urgent care is not in Australia. My mother keeps telling me to just keep taking laxatives and that the ER would just traumatize me so I shouldn't go. I'm at a loss. I'm in so much pain and my mother doesn't believe me. Um, your mother is a fool. Your mother is a fool and you need to go to the ER. Um, you could try something like an at-home enema. Um, but if the urgent care has told you to go to the emergency room, that means that they can't help you. Okay, so I would expect that if they thought that they could help you, they would do an enema or something, or give you like a really powerful laxative, like one of those things that you take before um, a colonoscopy. You might be a little clogged up, and they do so, they do do something <clears throat> in the ER, or sometimes at urgent cares. Clearly not at urgent cares if they're telling you to go to the ER. It's called coring. They usually get like a medical student to do it. Sucks the way they finger your asshole, and there's usually a blockage um, in your you know lower intestine, the bit your your, your rectum, your a hole. And they basically finger your asshole and they pull out this core, which is basically, you know, dried up shit. And they pull that shit out and then you go and you just start spraying bowls. Um, so that's something. Or maybe they'll give you an enema or, yeah, some better medication or whatever. If your stomach hurts, you got to go. You cannot stay at home. Um, I guess you could try and call yourself. You said you're 19. Maybe you've, maybe you've experimented with your anus before. So put on a glove if you don't want to touch your own shit and get it under your nails. Uh, put on a glove, put a bit, put a bit of lube on it, stick it up your asshole, give it a twirl. You might find something be hard in there. That's shit. Pull it out and then um, sit in the toilet, and you might you might find that that fixes it. If not, you know maybe you could scratch your anus, and that's called anal fissure, and then you're you're going to be bleeding when you're shitting all that type of stuff. So that's why I would go to the ER. That is why I would go to the ER. Thank you, Prue. Easy money. Last one here. This one's coming in from Imogen. Three ladies today. Three ladies. Mm. That's good coffee. I listened to my neighbour die last night. <clears throat> and that's coming in from Imogen. I listened to my neighbour die last night. Fuck that. Um, so let's cover this. Last night I was in my front yard having a smoke before bed. My front yard is adjacent to my neighbor's backyard. I heard what I thought sounded like someone throwing up coming from the neighbor's patio. 
These neighbors are pretty religious, so I've heard. Uh, so I have never heard these sounds from that direction before. But other than being a bit grossed out, I didn't think much of it until a few minutes of silence. I hear someone say she's not breathing multiple times. Within three minutes, EMT shows up, and fifteen minutes later, I hear crying. My sixty-year-old neighbor had passed away as I was sitting there. I am, of course, rather upset that she passed, and of course, not nearly as upset as her poor family. I heard the sounds for about five minutes. So now I am wondering if there was something I could have done. I wasn't close with this person or their family, but they are nice people. Is there anything I can do or say to help? Um, first off, let me cover the bit where you said, I'm wondering if there's something I could have done. No. Uh, it sounds like someone was there when it happened. You said it was a few minutes where, and someone said she's not breathing. So if you ran over there, you would have probably just got in the way. They were clearly probably doing, trying to do life-saving attempts or, or whatever it is, first aid, CPR, all that good shit. So no, there is nothing that you could have done. Don't blame yourself. Uh, and you couldn't have known that, you know, if you hear someone throwing up um, or what you think is throwing up, the last thing you're thinking is, oh, that person's about to die. So uh, it's not it's not your fault. And um, no, there's nothing you could have done. Is there anything you can do or say to help? Um, no, it's over. Uh, there's nothing you can say to help. You can, you can, you know, do the, I'm so sorry, my condolences. Um, she was a great lady, uh, and an even better neighbor. And, um, quite honestly, I don't want to see someone else move in because they won't ever be as good as she was. Here's some flowers, you know, something like that. Um, I wouldn't say I heard it happen. I wouldn't go into any of that shit. Just, I'm so sorry to hear the news. All that, guy, all that kind of stuff. All right, don't blame yourself. All right, it's all good. Easy money. All right, that's going to be us for the day. That's an hour episode. Uh, you know what it is, man. Rate five stars. Just hit that fifth star. Like I said uh, in the intro, just go to Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, look up Welcome to the Potty. Uh, scroll down to the to the stars and hit the fifth star. That's all I want. And um, if you're feeling so inclined, you can also leave a five-star review because that that would be um, fantastic for the algorithm. You know what else you just need to do. Um, tell your friends and family. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast uh, because we're just trying to grow this shit, man, and I need you guys to help me grow it. Um, that's all. That's all there is to it. Uh, it's free. You guys don't need to pay for this shit. The least you could do is just tell everyone about it. Hit that share button, um, comment, like everything, and just try and keep us in the algorithm, keep us relevant, and keep everything moving, man. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. Please go to the Fringe Ticks website if you're in Adelaide in March uh, and buy tickets early for uh, Ain't It Funny, my comedy show. Um, I'd like to sell out every night if I could. Uh, and I am very nervous about uh, performing in front of the free cunts. So please buy your tickets. Uh, ain't it funny? Adelaide Fringe. Um, stay safe. Stay, stay sweet. And uh, be kind to yourselves. Welcome to